You have found Behind the Lines presented by BetMGM, part of the Lines Podcast Network. My name is Steven Andrus, managing editor at thelines.com. Joined each and every week on this show by Christian Cipollini, trading manager over at BetMGM. In this episode, we will look back at the week that was betting in the NFL, the big the biggest public wins, the biggest public losses in week number 13. We will also look ahead to week 14, the early week spreads and totals. Over at BetMGM, I will share any early week bets I have already added to the account. We will also take stock about the power ratings because we have some movement off that 49ers-Eagles game and also the loss of Kansas City. We'll get Christian's opinion on where things stand now in terms of who he would have favored on a neutral field and by how much. Also, what the Super Bowl futures are looking like right now. Christian, I know it was a rough weekend for your Eagles, but I also think we need to talk about, you know, rest advantages are a big deal at this point. So I don't know how much you should really care all that much about that because the Eagles are in the middle of a gauntlet right now. Yeah, I'd say the books position the Eagles doesn't change a ton. It, It definitely upped for the 49ers because they looked very good there. But yeah, you know, the the Eagles weren't expected to win. Every game in the stretch, um, for you know, it's not really a week by week uh, change for most of them. You know, there's still the tier one still ends up tier one this week, even with the Eagles and the Chiefs losing. Eagles in a stretch of a game against the Cowboys, then their bye week, then the Chiefs on the road, home against Buffalo, the loss to the Niners last week, and then they still have at Dallas and at Seattle the next two weeks before playing the Giants twice and the Cardinals the last three weeks. So. Uh, make or break positioning, huge pivotal moments here coming up for Philadelphia in the race for the one seed in the NFC. We'll talk a little bit more about them and their big matchup against the Cowboys in a little bit. But first, Christian, let's look back at week 13 in the NFL. Overall, was it a public win or a public loss? Uh, the book was saved by primetime games. Uh, all three primetime games, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, uh, we're pretty much our only winners, and then everything outside of that was mostly a loss, or if it was, you know, kind of a 50-50 either way. But, yeah, it was a bad Sunday, and then luckily Packers helped us. Personally, I had a very large position, larger than usual, on a Cowboys-Jaguars teaser, and that sucked on Monday night. So I'm right there with you. Thankfully, I the minute Lawrence got hurt and the game went to overtime, I was able to buy out of it a little bit. Uh, but that was uh, that was tough sledding for all of us who had the Jags teasers after we it aged beautifully. Somehow I just can't cash closing line value, Christian. They don't they don't. I go to you guys and say, hey, look at this great closing line value I have, and you guys just don't seem to care. What's up with that, man? It just doesn't always translate. I know it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, what were some of the biggest public wins though for for all the betters out there? Yeah, the, the public had a couple good ones on Sunday. Uh, the Lions was one. We had about 85 90% of our money on the Lions. It was looking really bad at first. Uh, ended up still bad, but Saints made it a little bit better for us. Uh, the Dolphins was another one. We wrote very few commanders bets, and they won that one easy. And then the one we talked about, the other big one, actually, we had a ton of public money on uh, the 49ers. So that was a bad outcome for the book as well. All Most, most of those Sunday 1 o'clocks were bad. Uh, but for the, the flip side... Uh, the Thursday night game, Seattle covering was good for us. And then obviously two upsets on, on prime time is, is pretty much a dream for the book. Um, that's always what we're looking for last night too too, too high scoring for us, but, uh, still ended up good on the upset. Yeah. How, how does that typically work for you guys at the book when, 
you know, obviously the public side lost in terms of the spread, but you guys are writing all kinds of props and anytime tickets. And you had a Monday night and a Thursday night game that were just massively high scoring compared to what we've seen most of the year. Yeah. Last night's, for example, we had about like 80, 85% of the money was on the Jags. So we're writing nothing but Jags money. Like looking ahead, it looked like, okay, this will be a good outcome if the Bengals do win. But a lot of props ended up hitting. There was a lot of good touchdown scorers, a lot of big names that ended up hitting. Um, so it turned it into what should be a very big win into a smaller win because we, we did get kind of crushed on props last night. Overall, on these island games, are you guys taking a lot more money just on traditional bets like the spread versus props still, even though props have gotten a lot more popular and you guys are offering more? Like, How's the split between a spread betting pool and, and the prop stuff that you guys are taking uh for so for a normal sunday game we end up taking about three to four times the handle on a primetime game than we would on a normal one just 1 p.m game hmm. so all that kind of gets you know three four times so when those those props do end up hitting i'd say the split actually ends up it's still probably about 60 to 60 to 70 40 uh on like main lines and spreads to to props Okay. Um, we it's growing every year. The the props get bigger and bigger. Um, we end up we offer more props, and then there's a bigger pool of, of players betting into the props for sure. But they've certainly grown in popularity, even though it's sixty forty seventy thirty, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I'm not even factoring in the the same game parlays too. That that really will add into that as well. A lot of that's sometimes tough to calculate ahead of time when we're we're trying to figure out if we're going to win or lose on the day. Uh, once the same game parlays hit, some people might hit one, a big one for, you know, a couple thousand or a couple few ones might hit that, that end up, uh, knocking us back a bit. Really interesting stuff in the business of running a sports book. Let's move forward now to week 14 in the NFL. And yeah, I'm, I'm as shocked as you, man, the time flies when you're covering the NFL and NFL betting. That is for sure. We'll, uh, we'll look at, at the early week spreads and totals here. And apologies to everybody in advance. Uh, plug your nose. The Thursday night one is is a classic Thursday night terrible game. I'm not even sure I'm going to watch this one, to be honest with you. Uh, New England Patriots at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, 